Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. We took a week off last week. Richard was on the road doing some... Uh, he was on the road. We'll get to that in a minute. And he was a little under the weather. So we took a break. We uh, had a little end of fall break. And we enjoyed the uh, last week of October, but we're back. Thank you guys for listening, getting great listens, following us at on Instagram at the Good Midlife Podcast. Richard is Kenshin Crew on Instagram, and the Good Midlife Podcast at Gmail is where you can reach us with questions, thoughts, comments, anything that you've got. Well, we always like to talk about what you do last weekend, and Richard, you went on the road last week. You had a marathon scheduled, and you are home. Let's have Tales from the Road. It was a very interesting week after we podcast last. Uh, started feeling a little congested in... Um, yeah, it kind of went downhill from there, and for the past basically 10 days, I have been fighting a uh, congestion, and I don't think, it, it's not COVID, but it's a lingering cold, and I have basically been on decongestants for almost every day for almost 10 days, and I'm sure some medical provider might tell me that's not a good thing to do, but uh, it was uh, it was pretty painful overall, and um, was in Pittsburgh, wore a mask and everything, just didn't want to get coworkers sick. And then uh, came back in immediately, like where it was in town for a day and then immediately turned around and flew out again, flew to D.C. And ended up after a year of solid training, not doing my marathon, which was very disappointing, very shitty, I'll say, but I think it was the right call because I just felt like death. It's like I didn't get any good. I, I didn't sleep very well in the hotels and, and was congested and woke up and um, was congested in the chest as well as the nose. And it's starting to clear up a little bit, but I still have some lingering stuff. But overall, it was, yeah, it was, it sucked overall. So, but I, I feel much better now. Well, I, I can't tell you how bad I feel about that. You know, we've been following that and we've all been excited and for you and supporting you in this journey and um you know uh watching you have a diet coke while we have a beer when we go out to dinner and stuff like that so uh i cannot imagine how disappointing that was i thought about like um you know i thought about like Aaron Rodgers honestly coming back uh you know new team ready to go steps out on the field after all the work and 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 effort and it's all taken away and you can't do it. And that's, that's gotta be heartbreaking. Um, so we all feel for you and we all, um, uh, you know, we, we're all, we all were, we're sympathizing with you and, and, and kind of hurting a little bit with you on that. Now, are you going to do another one now that you're in shape? Are you going to adjust your timetable and do something different? You know, I thought about it and there was discussion about trying to go down and do St. Jude's in Memphis in December. Um, I looked back again at um, uh, Kiowa. It's it's the same weekend. It's the first weekend of December. Um, I, there are no hotels in Memphis anymore. I missed my window. And plus, hotels are like $450 a night. And I was like, you know. Uh, this can wait until next year, potentially. So right now I am possibly uh, delaying it um, either to spring or fall of next year, if I do it at all. 
Um, I was really wanting to knock this out because I, I was just tired and I'm worn out. And I was like, I just did not want to uh, carry this on into the new year. But we'll see how things go. I, I want to continue to run and I, I don't want to lose that. And so we'll see how things go. But I'm not really sure, to be honest, what what my next plans are. So, yeah, well, uh, understandable. But, um, yeah, it would be I, I wish you had gotten that done so you could really just uh have a have a really fun holiday season without having to worry about running and uh, just just hitting hitting the dessert tray or whatever but uh yeah well i i i'm going to i'm going to take it easy it's just like i'm i'm still trying to recover a little bit and uh but overall what i, I i've decided i'm i'm trying to do is just enjoy it and then uh i'm going to continue to run but it, it's not going to be as intense as i was for sure so, makes ma- makes a lot of sense. And that upper respiratory thing is no joke. Elizabeth, my wife, has that, and she's had at some variation, um, kind of an upper respiratory thing, about 10 days worth, honestly. And she, she can't kick the chest congestion, you know, a lot of coughing, yeah. a lot of con- a lot of congestion. And, you know, she finally went to um, urgent care this weekend and, you know, they, they gave her something, but nothing that was, you know, a, a big high profile uh, punch. So it's... Uh, kind of lingers hard to get rid of and it would definitely be unpleasant if you were trying to run a marathon or a half marathon or probably even a 10k so totally totally get that um yeah it it was it's it's not fun i mean it, it's constant drainage it's constant like um uh, <laughs> um it it sucks it's 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 not fun and it's just like i made a joke the other day Hucked up some that looked like escargot, but uh, Macy's like that's disgusting. I was like, well, it thumbs it up, yeah. and um, and she still had she came back from Europe with I think that's where it came from. But um, well, at least she, she didn't bring bed bugs. Up. Yeah, at least that. Yeah, yeah. we got that so, going for us. Yeah, right. So, that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, all right, cool. That is uh, a disappointment, but that's the update for everybody on Richard's running. We'll keep everybody posted as we move forward. Uh, as far as while you were gone, uh, Richard, we did not go to a new restaurant, but we did discover a place that I think you guys should check out with us, and that is PG&J Dog Bar here in Lexington, Dog Park and Bar, or here in Louisville. Have you been there? Have you seen this? It's on No, Park. no. It's it's on uh, Baxter Avenue. It's near where High Wire is and Goodfellas Pizza, right by Broadway there, and yeah. we, we took Ted, we took our dog, and we so first of all you have to have your dog up to date on shots you got to be spayed or neutered and you got to you got to have the vet paperwork you know so you got to do a little lead work on the front side and then it's like five bucks a visit if you have your dog with you and i'm telling you it's cool as hell you open the, the gate and you go in there and it's a it's kind of a sports bar situation with high tops and a bar and the dogs just run around inside and then there's a huge play yard in the backyard and they run around and they sniff each other and they climb on stuff and they they do their thing. And uh, I know you guys have a large dog that um, I, I, we thought about a couple of our friends who we thought would really enjoy it. Ted loved it. We had him out there for two hours last Friday night and he was exhausted for two days. Um, we went back Saturday for a little while because they had a costume contest for dogs and humans and it was really cool and really fun so uh and it's a sports bar concept because they have they have had four tvs up that you can see up on a wall and a couple others mounted um so at one point elizabeth was sitting there watching the dog the dog was running around i had a beer and was watching um some second tier 
game I was betting on on Friday night. And so all three of us were very, very happy. It was a massive win for the collective. So I'm thumbs up on PG and J dog bar. Dog I'll have and to, bar. Uh, we'll have to uh, check that out for sure. I Hattie's kind of weird ar- around other dogs, but uh, I'm sure she could. Uh, yeah. I'll have to talk to the uh, wife about this one for sure. The people there were super cool. They were all dog people who don't get freaked out if their dog comes up and like, you know, tries to hop up on their table or sniff them or they, they just, you know, you're just sitting there and some random dog will come to you, you just pet it and it moves on. Very, very fun vibe, very chill, just really good people and uh, getting to hang out with your dog. So that that was pretty fun. So I'm thumbs up on that place. Cool. Cool. Uh, the next thing I want to get to that we did last weekend um, was n- not as cool um well we did we we went to manhattan project which i love that place um i got a burger there that was fantastic elizabeth got mac and cheese so good always always good um but uh mckinley had a dance and so a lot of the the, we, we did a thing with some other parents all the kids we did photos and then we went to manhattan project with some of the other parents and watched the uk game and uh, that did not go the way we wanted to. Did you watch the UK game when you were in DC, UK, Tennessee? I, that- I, I did. It, it was uh, brutal. Uh, the offense finally looked better than they have. Um, Larry looked good, I thought, overall, but they just couldn't catch a break. And Tennessee, it's just like. I I will. I was impressed with Tennessee's hurry up offense. I mean, they were, I mean, they would get to the line, hike it and, and, and just march down the field doing that. And I wish we would incorporate something along those lines because I think we have the horsepower to do it. Um, And I think we actually might be better at doing it um, than what we're currently doing. I don't still a little flummoxed about what's going on with our, uh, with our team right now, but yeah, I didn't watch it. It was heartbreaking, and it, it was pretty miserable overall. It was very disappointing and miserable. So I, I totally agree with you about the offense, especially Leary. I thought he looked great, and I thought I, even more so, I thought our receivers looked great. Kentucky's receivers yeah. didn't, didn't yeah. drop balls. I mean, Dane Key showed the promise that he has. He's a potential All-American if he stays four years, and he looked like it uh, playing football on Saturday. Um, you know, there are people who were knocking the fact that we didn't get a lot of rushing yards, but that Tennessee front four, they are dudes. I mean, those guys are really good. They've got a really good defensive front and it's hard to run the football against them. And our, our offensive line is not what it was uh, three or four years ago. So that those yards were tough sledding, but I thought uh, the pass play calls were good. I thought there were a lot, they mixed it up a shotgun, you know, some under center, some pro sets, some, you know, they, they ran a wildcat play, I think once. So it was, it was offensively. It was great. I thought um, just left too many points on the field and defensively we weren't good. And honestly, we haven't been good um, in at least three games. And it, that's pretty surprising as good as that defense was to start the season. And um, you know, I, I, Tennessee's good. And Tennessee always has our number. Their wide receivers abuse us every year. I don't understand how or why that is, but it happens every single year. So let's just move on and uh, go to the next one. We have Mississippi State this week. Now, we'll get into betting here in a second because I like to talk about that. But uh, Cats are three-and-a-half-point favorites at Mississippi State. First of all, are you surprised that they're favorites? And second, how do you think that game goes? 
I'm not surprised they're a favorite because Mississippi State has been playing pretty average overall. Um, they're, uh, but it's an SEC foe. Are, where's the game again? It's is in, it at home or it's in, it's in Stark Vegas. It's in Mississippi. No, and sh- then, shit gets then, weird when we go down there. Yeah, we do not play well down there. We never play well down there. Um, I think there is a good chance they'll pull it off. I think the the offense is might be finally clicking, and if that's the case, I think this might be a good win for us. But the defense has to get their shit together, or uh, I mean, obviously we're gonna have some problems. And I I don't it's 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 it seems like it's the tale of two different teams each week. Like one minute the offense is playing well, defense isn't playing well. But I don't know. I, it, it's it's surprising. I it, yes, it, I don't think we should be a favorite going into an SEC school personally. But we'll see. What about you? Uh, I I was a little surprised by that. But Mississippi State is terrible right now, and three and a half that tells you that they're giving us a half point advantage home field usually counts for about three points so they're saying we're about equal with us just being a little bit better and so i would say i agree with that i think kentucky is a little bit better even with the loss to tennessee this week i think kentucky played better than mississippi state did in their loss so i think that's about right if i can get that number at three i'll probably take it i'm not going to give it as an official pick this week but um I'm going to watch that and hope that some more Mississippi State money comes in there and drives that that number down. Um, but uh, you're right. Kentucky hasn't put a complete game together yet. This feels like a good spot that they could get right, even though it's on the road. I feel like the offensive line is going to be able to stand up and they'll be able to run the football a little bit better against the defensive line. It's not quite as good as what they've seen two of the last three weeks. And uh, hopefully they can build upon what they got going with the passing game this week. Um, and and on that note, I'll go ahead and jump into my picks. I, I the last episode we we hosted, I really had a bad week. Um, uh, South Carolina, uh, I think saved me in that one. I don't even remember what I had, but I had I went one and two. I think I'm eight and seventeen for the year. Hell, I don't know. It's bad. Let's just keep going. Um, I'm going to start with one I really like, and that's Florida at home. They're giving six to Arkansas. I think Arkansas is pretty terrible, and Florida got beat up by Georgia this past weekend, but. I don't know if you know this, but Florida's only lost to three teams. They've lost to Utah, Georgia, and Kentucky, and that's it. Florida's better than people think they are. And if this game was seven, I wouldn't play it, but since I'm having to give less than a touchdown, I'm going to. In the swamp, Arkansas comes in. They're off a bye, but I still like Florida. Next one I'm going to play, I have several written down here, but I'm going to go ahead just because this is the spotlight game. Alabama against LSU. It's a night game. Bama's favored by three. Go ahead and give me the three, Bama. I think they're better, but I don't know. If I was going to play anything else in this, I'd probably take the over. But I'll take Bama minus three at home against LSU. And finally, give me your fighting Louisville Cardinals minus nine and a half at home against Virginia Tech. That team uh, dismantled Duke in a game where nobody showed up, but they were awesome. And... If they're at home, I'm going to bet them the rest of the way because they're a different team at home and on the road. I still think their schedule is a joke, but they keep winning and they keep winning big at home. So give me Louisville minus nine and a half against Virginia Tech. So there's your three picks for me. Let's see if we can get it going. Well, good luck on those. I mean, it'll be it's another interesting week in football. And then also to talk about football, they did announce, I think, was it the first college playoff? uh it was. I wanted to talk right, about that. Yeah, the first uh, playoff yeah, rankings. Yeah, yes, sorry. 
We had Ohio State one, and we had Georgia two, Michigan three, and Florida State four. Your reaction, sir? Uh. You and I talked about it a little bit last night when I saw it come out, and I was a little disappointed to see Ohio State number one, but you did make some pretty good points that Ohio State has beaten better teams overall, um, or uh, better teams with better records, I guess. They have the two best wins. Uh, they, they, they beat Notre yeah. Dame and Penn State. Those yeah. are the two best wins. And like Georgia, I think Georgia's better, but they haven't beaten anybody, and their schedule's yeah. terrible. And so at some point, you've got to draw the line at, some, at something. And so big wins matter. And so I'm good with Ohio State right now. Yeah, yeah. For right now, yes, I can see it. Um, it it's it's interesting. I Yeah, I, it, it's I, – I think these are all – it's just like it's, it's clickbait is what it is right now. And, of course, we're going to have to wait until the end of the season. I think somebody's going to lose out of that group. Um, and – Somebody's definitely because Ohio State and Michigan play one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, get beat and permanently be out of that group. I don't, I don't think you can recover. Um, and with all this stuff going on, Michigan and and stuff like that. If Michigan happens, it's like, I think if if Michigan loses, let's I in especially with all the stuff that's going on in Harbaugh, I think they will take that in consideration and leave them out. Even with one loss to Ohio State, I think they will leave them out. Yeah, yes, because it, it's it's a punishment. If they're is what if, it is, if they well, even if they lose to Ohio State, they're out. I mean, yeah. even if they yeah. absent all that other stuff, because their schedule is beyond terrible. And yeah, if you know, I think they might have Penn State on the schedule still to go, but they haven't played anybody yet, and their schedule is is the worst of that group. And and just on the outside is is Washington at number five and they're undefeated and they're playing in a pac 12. That's really good this year. So they have not had a daunting pac 12 schedule. They're going to take a loss at some point, but they have that great win over Oregon. And so uh, I think they play USC this weekend, which is a good one too. I tell you what, I think there's a case to be made for Florida state. If you want to talk about big wins, I would have put them ahead of Michigan just because they've beaten LSU. They've beaten Duke. Um, and I think they have one other good win in the ACC, even though they haven't looked impressive every time. They're beating teams that are ranked and are good football teams. And, I mean, yeah, Michigan's blowing out teams like Indiana, but, I mean, what does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I think it's – I think the problem, too, is I think the Big Ten is – It'll be interesting in the future because the, the Big Ten is about to run into what the problem is with the SEC. We always beat up each other. And if the Big Ten, which is now the Big 19 or whatever, is they're going to dilute themselves and they're going to lose more and they're going to have a hard time filling in. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward with the Big well, Ten. Uh, it's going to be top heavy. It's going to be like the SEC, right? Like the SEC yeah. right now is Bama and Georgia. And in the past, it, you know, you've seen Florida up there. You've seen LSU up there. We've seen Tennessee up there. But the best of the best in the in the SEC is going to be there. And the Big Ten yeah. the same way right now, right? Right. Ohio State and Michigan are really good. Penn State, Wisconsin are right behind them. And that dynamic is going to change periodically. But, you know, if they add – 
you you know if it's USC that that, that you know for five years is dominant, you're going to see somebody dominant there. And even as, as good as those conferences are, like we've seen one loss SEC teams make the playoff, win championships. You're going to see that sort of thing in the Big Ten as well, um, because really yeah. there are only going to be two conferences left. Uh, you know, it, plus you know your outliers like a you know you're going to have a good team in Oklahoma or Florida State or Texas. Well, Texas will be ours. Oklahoma will be ours. What am I even talking about? Uh, Florida yeah. State, um, you know, you might have a, a you know, a, a, a TCU or something that, that dominates the Big 12, but it's it's really going to be two two conferences. Yep, it is for sure, which sucks, so. by the way, which I hate. I just want to go on record saying I hate it. We can't turn it around. We can't go back. But the thing that makes college football great is regional rivalries. If we didn't play yes. Tennessee every year, it would suck. If we didn't play Vandy every year, it would suck. I can't imagine being Oregon and Oregon State having played one another for God knows how long and not doing it again. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam ends. This is the last one this weekend before Oklahoma comes to the SEC. It sucks. Well, well, and and the other side of it is, again, it goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago is – I. I in a way, it's like Rick Pitino is right about how bad all of this is. I mean, you're losing. It's like, I mean, Kentucky and Louisville is is virtually done after this season, potentially. I mean, it's just like athletic directors are going to have to make a choice on how to move forward with rivalries. And it's and ESPN is going to have to make a decision on how they want to do that. And it does not seem like it's going to be a good place to do that in my opinion and it's like they they have to make up some decision on this because it, it, it's a mess it is an absolute mess and there's no if ands buts about it it's it's a chaotic mess right now so yeah, i think eventually i think what we're going to have is is two or probably three massive super conferences i think the acc will be fine as they're absorbing some schools and i think you'll have the acc the sec and the big 10 and then eventually everyone will see that this this massive model is working great for the people at the top of the food chain and the people at the bottom. It's not working so well. And then there will be we'll, we'll kind of cycle through it and we'll break off and we'll have smaller conferences again. So, I, you know, 20 years from now, that's a long way out. But I, I think, uh, you know, that's kind of the way that this all goes. So. That's a lot on football and sports. Uh, anything else you want to get to? I know you. Oh, we have one more thing you want to get to before we jump off sports. Yeah, because, there, uh, there, there's a thing. There's a thing that happened in Kentucky this week. Yeah, there is a thing that happened in Kentucky this week. There's also a thing that's happening in Michigan. Um, we kind of touch base on it. I'll touch on Michigan real uh, quick. I don't think Harbaugh will be there next year. There's also rumors if he jumps to the pros that the pros actually might punish him for it too, which is stupid. Um, it happened in college. It didn't happen in the pros. So therefore, it, I don't think it should carry over. That's my opinion about let it. Let me ask you but, this. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So what they got in trouble for was having an assistant buy a ticket to another team's game and watch the other team on the sideline and try to figure out their signals. Do you think that should be I, – I, first of all, I had no idea that was illegal. I had a conversation with some friends about this. I have no idea. Do you think that should yeah, be I, illegal? No, I do not. No I way. Mean, it's like well, – I mean, what, what's the difference between that and – I mean, 
watching it on TV where you can do the exact now granted you don't have the wide angle and you can't look down at the field but what's the difference between that and watching it on or getting videotape of the game I mean okay I understand it, not sh- showing yeah. up at a practice but I mean it, it yeah it does not make any sense at all it's that stupid is, that is nonsense and and on general principle like I'm kind of I'm kind of team Michigan on this because I think that is a dumb rule that needs to go away because you buy a ticket, you watch the game, you see what you see, uh, you know, it it's it's nonsense. Like you said, like if you've got the tape, you can watch them, you know, okay, they're lined up in this formation. This is probably going to be one of four different plays they're going to run here, right? Like out of this set or they like yeah, the bubble yes, screen out of this yes. set. And so you know yes. it, you know it and there's no difference. To me, to me, I mean, like sign stealing is, I mean, it's, it's everybody in sports tries to get a leg up and watching somebody to see, oh, wait a minute. When the coach turns his hat around backwards, that means we're going to have a run play to the right. I I don't see that as a, uh, as a big competitive disadvantage. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it either. And it's, it's pretty mind boggling overall. So it it's it, it, we've gone too far on the it's just like it's it's a silly rule, but I think the I, I think Michigan has run its course with Harbaugh and it's that's inevitably gonna happen. Now, the other big news is uh L basketball. Uh wait a second, on a very breaking news thing, Bob Knight has died. Oh, okay. Pour one out. Yep. Uh, just uh, saw this. Bob Knight has died at 83 after a lengthy illness. He died at home. Okay. Well, so R- RIP, well, Coach. That, that's that. Yep. That's, yep. that's literally okay. all I can say. Carry on. Yeah. That and without being cynical about it. Um. Yes. Uh. On a bigger note, uh, U of L basketball dropped another exhibition game. Uh. The other night to I think it was Kentucky Wesleyan, wasn't it? It was. It was the Panthers yeah. from Owensboro. Yeah, and and they used to. I mean, for a while there, they were a very good basketball program, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And but again, little Kenny Payne. I feel so bad for Kenny Payne because I like <laughs> P- Kenny Payne. U of L, seriously, you're a dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, there's no other. Your ba- football team's doing well. Kudos to that, but your basketball team is a dumpster fire. It's a mess. We saw Kenny on TV last night watching the news at some presser, and um, Elizabeth doesn't follow it all that closely, but she just said, man, nobody in town likes him right now, do they? And I said, I don't. I think if you're a U- L fan, you probably don't, but I like the dude, but uh, it's a mess. Uh, he had to take that job because it was offered to him, and it's a good one, and that's where he went to school, but it hasn't worked out, and – you know, he's got some transfers, he's got some big high name recruits. And so it's not the end of the world, but it doesn't bode well for, for, you know, improving on a four win season from last year. So we'll see. That said, our yeah, guys, I didn't think looked, I, I didn't think Kentucky looked great in our scrimmage. I mean, like our, our, I mean, I, they look fine, but we need our bigs back, but you know. Yeah. Is, is there any updates on the, uh, on the, um, uh, the Croatian or Serbian or wherever the kid's from? Big Z. He is um, – so I heard last week Jack Givens uh, said, I think on Tom Leach's show, 
that uh, the the fan base needs to know he's not ready to play. Like even if he's eligible, he's not in basketball shape. And as far as like his fundamentals, he's just not quite ready to play. So if you think he's going to come in and play 28 minutes a night after they declare him eligible, uh, you're wrong. So I feel like I don't know what all's going on. There's a lot of crazy stuff at the university with him. But at the end of the day, I think with him, our best bet is to, you know, hope that he is eligible and that he can play and see five to eight minutes a night in games that uh, don't mean too much or, you know, just give him a learning curve so that next year he can be a big time player. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it'll be interesting. And I will say, if I had not heard Jack Givens say, Jack Givens, if he says that you got to believe that, he goes to practice almost every day. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, true. So it, it, it's going to be an interesting basketball season for Kentucky and uh, and uh, and Louisville. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. It's just like, I, I think preseason we're ranked, what was it, 18th? 16, 15th, I think. 18th? 16. Yes, yeah, 16. yeah, 16. So, yeah, that, that, that'll be interesting. So, yep. Um, all so right. I, I know. Uh, moving on. Yeah, we, we spent a ton of time on sports tonight. So sorry for all of our non sports fans. Or if you are listening in Oregon and you just hate Kentucky athletics, uh, it's fine. Uh, we'll come back to other stuff later. But, um, before we get out of here, we got a little bit of time left. I have a story and I'm going to hold it because I don't have enough time on the clock to give it. So next week, I have a really good story of something that I may or may not have done. Um, I, can't wait for this one. It's I'm going to tease that because it was something. And I will jump over to TVs, movies, books, and entertainment. And because we like to talk about that. And I want to talk about Killers of the Flower Moon because we went to see that on opening weekend. And um, you haven't seen it yet, right? No, I have not. Nope. No. Okay. So I liked it. It's a little bit long. I would compare it to The Irishman in that respect. It's a movie that doesn't need to be as long as it is. But there's a lot of really good acting, um, and the longer that I've reflected on the movie, the more I like it. Now, my wife is totally opposite. She walked out of there kind of disappointed, thought it was too long, and she's in the middle of reading the book now, so she's even more frustrated by it. And she's like, I'm actually kind of mad at that movie. The more I listen to the more I think about it, the more I, I'm, I don't like the way that he did the movie. But, but I did. I did, ultimately. And I understand why he made some of the choices he did, I think. Well, I will have to uh, – maybe I'll do that this weekend. I don't think Maisie's seen it, so I might have to uh, talk to her. Uh, I have the weekend to myself, so maybe I'll go check that out. There you go. Weekend. There you go. Well, it's only going to take three hours and 30 minutes of your time to do it. So, <laughs> Well, I, I, I look forward to potentially seeing it. <laughs> We do set our so, clocks back this weekend, so you get an extra hour. So perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it this weekend? Is it? I guess it is. Is it I, Sunday I think or it, is it next week? Yeah, I think it's I think this it's, week. I, I just flipped my calendar at work today, and it said on the fifth, daylight savings time begins. So I, I'm thinking that must mean it's happening Saturday night. Well, that that is good to know. That is good. Well, if I have an extra uh, night, I will. Uh, maybe I'll go uh, check it out then. So yeah, or yeah. an extra hour. So there you go. Uh, yeah. That's the big one. I, I thought it was good. I think um, it's going to get a lot of Academy Award nominations. I feel like the woman who played Molly, the Native American lead in that might is probably not, not probably. I feel like she has a strong case to win an Oscar for her performance. 
Leo's good. It's not his best work. I can talk about that. I'll talk about that more when we get into our Oscar podcast. De Niro's fantastic. Cinematography's beautiful. A lot of good things about this movie. A whole lot of good things. Um, have you seen anything or read anything or or anything that, that you think is good? Uh, we watched the Netflix show Reptile. It has uh, oh, yes. Alicia, yes. Alicia Silverstone, Justin Timberlake, and Benicio Del Toro in it. Uh, not their best work and could have done better. Uh, it was interesting, um, but not good. I would say I would give it probably five and a half stars or well, I guess not three, three out of five, maybe, maybe two. It was not very good. Did you have you seen it? We saw it. We watched it. Um, I thought it was good. Not great. Yeah. Um, it came on the heels of me watching a movie that was kind of similar that uh, I thought was amazing. Um, I think I talked about that reason. Maybe I didn't, but I watched um prisoners recently which i'd never seen yes dennis yeah, that is a good, yeah, and that uh, is a good movie kind of some similar thematic stuff going on there i think uh i yeah. did watch a movie on hulu called to catch a killer um and it's a terrible title for a movie but it's got um it, it has ben mendelson who i like a lot and um shailene woodley in it and it's pretty good it's a it's i would just say watch a trailer on that it has to do with a, a mass killing in baltimore on new year's eve and then these two cops fbi agents whatever trying to figure out the situation so pretty pretty good movie for a, a hulu hulu movie and a couple of good actors in that one so i like yeah that i one. saved that after you told me about that one i saved that one so yeah i'll uh, I, i'm gonna check that one out worth a watch i finished i'll tell you what i finished Last night, uh, Behind Her Eyes, the series, Elizabeth really wanted to – I was really not going to finish it. And she said, well, there's only one left. Why don't we watch it? The ending of the book was good. I think it will come together for you. And, in fact, the last episode was fantastic. That's a series that could have been done in three one-hour episodes instead of seven or however many there were. Like I, it, law, it, I, it was so boring through the middle of it. But the last hour is fantastic. So I don't even know if that's recommending it or not recommending it. Honest to God, you could probably <laughs> you could probably go to that and just watch the last episode and get and get the gist of everything. Honestly, so I don't know. I, I'm all that is to say is I watched it, like the last episode, episode like three through six. Y'all can have it. I may have fallen asleep a couple of times. Whatever. Good to know. Good to know. I will have to uh, remember this for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I'll have to check yeah. that one out. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I saw other than uh watching a lot of sports ball and gambling on sports now that it's legal in Kentucky. Did you see that the first three weeks of gambling on your phones in Kentucky, there were over two hundred million dollars in bets placed in three weeks? Jeez, wow. And now admittedly, that's not all two hundred thousand dollars, right? Like if you play if you bet you know, 20 bucks and you got back 50 and you rebet that, right? Like it's all just kind of circle circulating, but taxes are paid on all the bets and stuff. So it's really, it's, it's awesome. It's great. Cause that's money that wasn't going to Indiana or Tennessee or Ohio. So yeah, it's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that is good. I'm sure the governor is loving that deciding to do that. Yeah. He, he, he may have, he may have uh, said a little, uh, how you like me now on that at one point. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so anyway, so all right. Well, we're we're knocking up on the edge of, of uh our time. Richard, do you have anything else you want to get to? 
No, no, I can't think of anything right at the moment. Nope. Uh, all, all right. Good. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you back. It's great to be back catching up on this. I know we went hard on the sports stuff. Richard and I haven't seen each other or talked in a couple of weeks, so we just kind of did our thing on the air. But uh, next week, I've got some good stuff. Next week, I've got a really good story. I promise I will lead early with that, and we will get to that. Um, and otherwise, I'm, I'm sure we'll have some other stuff. Uh, maybe get out this weekend, watch the cats. Hopefully, uh, everybody's ready for November. Hopefully, everybody had a good Halloween, lots of trick-or-treat, gave out some candy, and got some candy. Yeah. So, uh uh, anyway, that 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 is it for us tonight. We're going to hop out of here. Um, we will keep living our best midlives, and you guys keep living yours. Adios.